There's simply no better place to get all the news on the Big Ten Conference and with Big Ten Ben Stevens in the Lockdown Big Ten Podcast. Follow the Lockdown Big Ten Podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. On today's episode of Lockdown Spartans, it's Take Tuesday on a Tuesday with your takes going through them and giving our reaction. Also, uh, maybe a quick nod to uh, what's going on with Tank Brown. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Tuesday, May 18th, year is 2021. I'm your host, Will Hunter, joined by my, uh, I don't know, Matt Sheehan. I'm just here, the present co-host there. It's, I don't need anything special. Uh, because, Will, between us two, you're the special one. Will, how are you doing today? Well, let's talk about that. No one ever asks how Will's doing. Will, how on earth are you today, bud? Uh, I'm okay. Hey, all right. That's, that's better than most days. Cool. Look at us go. We're thriving. All right, look at us. Woo! I'm not as, Spartans, baby. I'm not as cranky as I was yesterday, although I'm still in that plane of existence. I'm not thrilled. Yeah, okay. Not, you're, you're just, just like ba- baseline cranky. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. get that. I get that. Like, I've got, I ran into some sort of po- uh, poisonous leaf, poisonous plant at some point in the last week, and it's just mm-hmm. been a nightmare. I'm yeah. also not at home. I'm out of town. I'll be back. Ah. Uh, Back on Tuesday p.m. and it's Monday at four o'clock as we record this because you know mm-hmm. we got to record earlier in the day now because I'm sharing a hotel room with the baby and I can't be recording mm-hmm. at night with the baby in the hotel room and mm-hmm. that's been a pain and I've been itchy and I just had to go to the urgent care just because I needed something, Matt. Like it was yeah, to that <laughs> point. I'm just covered in itchiness. So I had to go and get a prescription strength treatment for this poisonous <laughs> endeavor that I'm going down. And yeah. we're doing five days a week, and I've been complaining about it. So I've just been, you know, sure. in a cranky, cranky kind of vibe. But I'm doing, I'm doing better. I was, I was a little, okay. you know, a little pissy during yesterday's show, but. Nah, sat you down. got leprosy. I mean, it, it's tough, yeah. man. Oh, I don't God. expect you to be all like chipper it. with this going on. So yeah. Yeah. Like, well, I. I I reconvened after the show, gathered my thoughts, and then I bought a PSA-rated 9 mint Jaron Jackson Jr. rookie card. Excellent. Bought a, there we go. I bought a Miles Bridges rookie card, and I bought a Bang. Kevin Hayes rookie card, and I bought a Beef Stewart rookie card, and I bought Love this. a Colin Sexton rookie card. So I'm Retail feeling therapy, a lot baby. Today. There we go. There we go. I see you. All just, right. I see you. Just ripped through like a half dozen rookie cards of different basketball players that I like. Just, you know. Sure. That's good for thing. the soul. Some it chicken is. soup for the soul, soul, bud. There we go. Oh. Got a steal. Like I paid ninety nine cents for a Killian Hayes card. Ninety nine cents for Miles Bridges. Like it just crushed uh, say it. Say less. Matt. Yeah, look at you, just man. Ninety nine cents for a beef stew. Isaiah Stewart prism. A base prism. Ninety nine cents. Ninety nine cents. That would make sense to at least five percent of the listeners here, but uh. Oh. And those five percent are fired up on my behalf. So I appreciate. They it, are. Guys. Thank they you. are. Absolutely. Thank you for asking, Matt. I'm doing better today. I got you, Will. I I, I got you, bud. Yep. How are you? Uh, it's still fine. I'm just, I'm here, you know. It's 
yeah, mm-hmm. not nothing too exciting. My my skin's intact. Uh, I'm Man. at home. Uh, yeah, we're 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 here to talk some some Spartan sports, Will, which is what we do five days a week. It's your podcast, Locked On Spartans, baby. Rate, review, subscribe. All that. Yeah, on today's show, uh, we can talk a little bit about some of the incoming transfers, or not incoming, the arrived transfers. Whole sure. mess of them, and a, and a few freshmen have, have now officially shown up on campus. So we can talk a little bit about that, and then Matt, you've got some listener takes that we can go through as well to kind of pass the time. On the sure do. Show. Yeah, uh, we're running out of them, but you know what? We've still got enough to carry us for at least one more show. So here we go, buddy. Here I got go. somewhere in my mentions are like 25 plus listener questions that I, I will access in the next week. So we got those. Sensational. Two. Perfect. All right. Look at us. We're thriving, Will. We're thriving. <laughs> That's the plan for today's show. Reminder, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Lockdown Spartans wherever you get your podcast. We do this every single day, five days a week, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every single day. Okay, real quick. Um, we can save some of the other stuff and maybe I'll form them into takes because there's just some notable interesting noticeable things from some of the move-ins for the new Michigan State players but one thing that caught a lot of attention that we can talk about here to to start the show is uh, Tank Brown, Atavius Tank Brown former four-star recruit was a redshirted his freshman year at Minnesota and entered the portal and transferred to Michigan State is the only transfer that is not arrived to Michigan State as of today. A few hours ago, Monday, noonish, Michigan State sent out a list. Like, here's everyone that's new. And it was 11 transfers, three true freshmen, A.J. Kirk, Chuck Brantley, Kevin Wigington are the three uh, true freshmen. And then the rest of the transfers uh, have arrived as well. So the only transfer that has not arrived it's a Tavion Tank Brown and Matt. Will. He was planning on uh, moving in this weekend. He was planning on, according to his social media, joining up, moving to his new home this weekend. So something clearly has come up. Yeah, and I thought I saw too on Instagram, he posted on his stories that he was at Breslin Center. Um, he was. I'm pretty sure it was him, so... Yeah, I really wish I could offer insight. I wish I could be a cool person and say, I've got an insider, tell me everything's okay, or everything's not okay, but, I, well, I don't know anything, man. I, all I know is that I will be big sad if anything is going on with Tank Brown and he cannot join the Michigan State Spartans for the upcoming 2021 mm-hmm. football season. Uh, that's, that's all I have to offer you today here, Will. Yeah, Sorry. Monday yeah. morning... He had posted on Instagram a picture of him inside the Breslin Student Events Center on campus. So he is, or was, on campus this weekend. What kind of, uh, first, when I saw that, what first came to mind with, to me, and I have, uh, like, reached out to some people and haven't gotten anything back, and anyone who I've talked to in terms of, like, media people or or people who do digging around the program, stuff like that. Um, Nobody's really heard anything as of four o'clock on Monday afternoon. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. There will be resolution eventually on this, but the first thing that came to mind is, all right, is like he showed up to campus expecting everything to be going hunky dory. They, 
probably expected it to, and there was some sort of snag, some sort of late snafu, whether it was a paperwork, a classy missed, something not transferring, some little T that needed to be crossed and an I that needed to be dotted, right? Like, sometimes sure. these things can like come down to the ninth hour. I don't. Is that even the phrase? Uh, it's either hour? 11th or 12th, 12th hour. I've, I've heard it both I think used, it's 11th. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's, yeah. And I, I, again, no inside info in this, but this is just kind of what I thought of. It may be uh, as, something as simple as like a process that takes normally two weeks for a regular student. Someone needs to physically take this piece of paper and walk it down the, the hallway and get it stamped, or, you know. Like, it's, sometimes you get to skip the line for football things or basketball things or revenue sport things or any sort of sport things. I don't know if it's that, if it's just a, a semantics thing, paperwork issue, admissions issue, whatever it is. Um, but that's just something to monitor. I wouldn't, as of now, I don't think it's anything to worry about just yet. I'll certainly let you know if I <laughs> my feelings change otherwise. Um, but I would think, I would guess... Right now, it's more of like a semantics thing. Oh, maybe it's next semester, not this semester, whatever. I still think the plan is for him to be part of the football team next year. Because up until sure hope so. this weekend, he was moving in, and he came here to move in and didn't get announced with the rest of the team. So that makes me think it's some sort of late snag, paperwork, school, grades, whatever it is, issue. And those things, whether it's, having to take an extra class somewhere or transfer in a different credit or whatever it is. Those things tend to get sorted out. Hope so, Will, because uh, I don't feel like really worrying. I don't know. Yeah, because, again, I, I, I don't, I'm not worried. It's just worth talking about, though, because it's the middle of May and there's not a whole lot to talk <laughs> about. But, uh, yeah, a guy not showing up in the very first possible day to camp, that's pretty much uh, the biggest news we have going around these parts these days, wouldn't you say, Will? Which I guess isn't uh-huh. a bad thing, I guess. If that's the worst we got to worry about right now, things are going okay, I guess. Uh-huh. I guess. I guess. Uh-huh. I guess. I guess. Yeah, I'm trying to be positive here. Yeah. All right. We'll pause here, come back with some takes to react to in just a second. First word from RockAuto.com. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. What else, Matt? Gas pedals. Whether it's for your classic car or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Well, you would, Will, if you were just the world's biggest circus clown. Here, here. Here. <laughs> but you're not. Here. Instead, you're going to go to rockauto.com right now Here. and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. All right, Matt, you are uh, you're in charge. Go. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the take master. I'm behind the, the take train wheel right now. Um, do trains have wheels? I don't know. That's not yeah. important anyway. Uh, all right. What? So, well, you know what? No, they just slide on squares. Yeah, they just glide. Right. 
That's right. We're big, big train people over here. Um, well, kind of piggybacking off the first segment here, I'm going to start with one that has something to do with transfers. And I would say this is a pretty moderately hot take here. Uh, this comes from the original Mac Jones on Twitter. This is the talent from the transfer portal will only slightly improve the offense. Of course, a lot of fans out there think that the transfer portal additions will greatly enhance the offense. And, well, I, I, I think we're probably two of those fans. Because um, I think, yeah, I think it'll be more than a slight improvement. I look at the running game last year. They're a total of... Zero rushing touchdowns last year. Uh, I do like the idea of having Kenneth Walker in the fold. Jared Horse, of course, for your lineman, if that tickles your fancy. And, uh, yeah, Russo. I mean, it can't hurt, right? I know the bulk of the transfers came mm-hmm. on the defensive side of the ball, so maybe that is where everyone is getting foggy transfer glasses from. But, yeah, I, I, th- I think it'll help a little more than slightly. Well, I'm, I'm curious to hear your thoughts, though. That That's the most I'll say because you are the brains of this operation, so... The floor is yours, good friend. No. Uh, slightly, no, is, slightly is too underwhelming of a word for me. And I want to be clear. I think the improvements will be pretty significant, but I still think it'll be like a pretty mid-offense. <laughs> like, sure. were, Matt, they were a catastrophe last year on that side of the ball. Uh, except like, for Halloween. Let's not forget that. They were <laughs> airing that bitch out on Halloween, so <laughs> uh, not a problem there. Uh, the other, every other day of fall. They scored yeah, 27 uh, points, I think. Which might as well have been touch- 56 points for last year's Matt, offense. Three right. touchdowns. Uh, I know. I know. It, it um, seemed like a lot, though, in comparison to the rest of the season, though. <laughs> I think it's the first time, I, and I went back and dug into this a little bit. I'm not going to get it exactly right, but it's... I think the first time in, a long in time. like since 1914 or something that Michigan State, yeah, it was since like 1914 because they played uh, like Alma and other random schools. They played a, an army encampment team the last time this happened. Excellent. First Perfect. time. Don't sleep on those teams. Yeah. <laughs> it was the first time since like 1917 that Michigan State football failed to register a single game where they scored the season average of points like across college football. So the, the yeah. scoring nice. was 31 points per game last year in college football, and they didn't reach that in a single game. So every single game they were below average in terms of points scored. <laughs> they Perfect. were a nightmare, Matt. It was uh, to say the least. a calamity. So yeah. A boondoggle, yes. Yeah. I think Kenneth Walker is going to help. I think Jarrett Horst is going to help i think fitzpatrick and malik carr and whoever ends up uh other guys at the skill spots joiner uh they're all going to yeah, help if russo wins the job whether it's russo or thorn it's going to be better than it was last year but if russo wins the job it's going to help i i think the offense will be steps better than they were last year but that they're going from a negative three hundred and thirty-seven to like a four and a half to six and a half on like the quality scale. Mm-hmm. I think I I do have some optimism for an increased upside because I do really like the skill talent and if the offensive line can stay healthy and Horst is that missing piece and Jarvis fits back in the middle and one of the two quarterbacks is like okay yep this guy's good then yeah you you could 
convince me this offense could get up to a seven, seven and a half, eight, like be a really like legitimately good offense. But I'm thinking they're going to be more, you know, average to above average, still kind of meh, but the, the incoming transfer guys are really going to help because they had some glaring, obvious weaknesses last year. And just better health overall across the board for the running back room and the offensive line is going to help too. It's not just the transfers getting in and making it better. Like, Jordan Simmons is going to be better. Eli Collins is healthier. The offensive line, you would hope, can be healthy. The receiving room, um, guys, you, you would hope can be healthy because Naylor and Reed were the only ones who weren't hurt. Mosley was hurt. Ricky White got hurt. You'd hope some better health there at the receiving room as well. Tight end room, Gillison was banged up. So combination of better health, better luck, and incoming transfers. But yeah, I, I can't say it's just slightly improvement. It's going to be more than that. So let's not just stick on football. Let's also stick on the offensive side of the ball here for this next take. Uh, this okay. is from Eric on Twitter. It was Eric with roughly a 1,000 numbers after that name. Uh this is interesting. Uh, MSU fires Jay Johnson after this season. That's right. Eric is putting Jay Johnson out to pasture after <laughs> two years on the sidelines in East Lansing. But you know what? I I don't think I hate that take, actually. I I was irate uh, after the Rutgers game last year, after the loss, demanding that Jay Johnson be fired. That, that was a little foolish of me because as the season went along, slowly starting to realize what I should have realized before the season is that this man is Michelangelo working with like three condiments instead of like a full palette of paint, you know, like this is, he has got nothing to work with. So it was really tough to judge him off last year's offense and what he had to work with. With that said though, Will, with the talent that they do now have on the offense, if it is an underwhelming season, We've seen what Mel Tucker has done in the transfer portal with the roster, mm-hmm. a.k.a. he don't like waking, waiting around. This mm-hmm. this gentleman likes results. He likes them fast, and if he ain't getting them, <laughs> we're going to take the proper steps to make those changes, uh, which could be Jay Johnson sliding out here. So do I think they will fire him if I had to pick no, I don't think so, but boy, howdy, G. Wilkers, if it is another dud on a, of an offensive season, I don't know if there's a lot of excuses to run behind now, especially with the work that MSU's done and how healthy they're going to be coming into yeah. 2021 with. So I don't think it'll happen, but I'm going to cheat here and say, like, I, I, I don't hate that take necessarily. I could, I could see it happening. It's on the table, like, I it, it I don't know what uh, no one's safe there, man. <laughs> if you had to survey me right now and say you have to bet your life who is back with this team next year on the staff, I would say mm-hmm. um, Chris Kapilovic, unless sure. he leaves, and that's yeah, like even that, like who won't yeah, get fired? True, Let's true. say it that way. Who on this staff has no shot of getting fired? I would say Coach Cap, yeah. yep. and I would say like Ron Burton and Harlan Barnett, maybe. Okay. Gotcha. Maybe anyone else, buddy. That this, there's a chopping block. It seems yeah. like just the vibe the, I get. It's like this ain't the old buddy uh, country club system of of your no. uh, in East Lansing. No, <laughs> yeah, no, no. It's compete to play, compete to stay, and I think that extends beyond the coaching staff. I've heard, I I know it, it extends beyond the players to the coaching staff. There have been lightings oh, yeah. up. Already about recruiting, whatever it is. 
like it, it's not uh you know gentle pats on the bottom best friend let's uh you know let's work together for the next 30 years regardless we're, our job here is to keep each other employed it's like no we're here to win games and be the best no. if you can't do that we're going to figure it out um so yeah jay johnson coordinators man whether it's their fault or not they're the ones who get axed usually if things aren't going well and if they have another terrible offense ah uh, I could absolutely see that happening. I don't think they're going to have a terrible offense, but they definitely could. <laughs> with that said, right. with that said, it is it's something that seems absolutely on the table. Yeah, exciting. Uh, yeah, because you, you're really running out of excuses right now, right? Last year, all right, fine. I, I, not only oh, yeah. was the roster not yep. up to par with the Big Ten, but uh, yeah, injuries, a weird year, you know, barely any offseason to get to know these players, like. Those are all completely out the window now. Um, yeah, I, I can, I can very easily throw last year out if they have a good offense this year, and I'm like, okay, I see the oh, vision, sure, I see, sure. I see it, I like it. Got some good talent in there, got some good health. Okay, I, I'm in. Yeah, I can also take last year as um, an indicator, an early warning sign of what we should have seen coming. <laughs> you know, if things don't play out like we would like them to. This season, Matt. So we can go yeah, either way fair. on it. That's fair. All right. More takes here in just a second. First word for Bet Online. Dot A-G. Come on and bet money. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB. NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head on over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news sign-up bonuses and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code LOCKDOWN. One word, LOCKDOWN to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. All right, quick update. Yeah. I've been told, and this Corey Robinson put this on twenty four seven as well. I see. Okay. It's a tr- they're waiting on transcripts with Tank Brown. Got it. Okay, one of those. And they deals. cannot can't publicly acknowledge him until he's in the team on the team. Got it. So yeah. good to know. Good to yeah. know. Not uh, not expecting anything uh, crazy. So that's where that's where we're at. It's four thirty here on on Monday. So things could change, but that's where it's at right now. Oh, good deal. Look at that. All right. Stay with football? What? Why not, right? Do I mean, whatever I, I you guess, want, dude. I got three more. One care. football, one basketball, and one not football. Uh, yeah, let's stick with football. This is from Randy Randleman 5 on Twitter. Uh, Tucker and the Spartans finished third or better in the Big Ten East by the end of 2022. Ooh, I like that one. That is a saucy one. Um because it's also like very reasonable. It's it's not a hot take. It's not a cold take. It's I think it's like right in the middle, wouldn't you say? Well, it's very interesting where MSU sits in the paradigm of the Big Ten East heading into. This I got to be year. honest. Yeah. I missed I missed the detail there. We we've had some shoddy internet. Yeah, no, that's fine. I could run this What's one back. This? Yeah, run it back. Tucker and the Spartans finished third or better in the Big Ten okay. East by third the end better. of 2022. So not got this it. season, but next yep. season. If uh, you guys don't right. have a calendar at home, yeah. Got it. Got it. Um, I 
know. I'm torn on this. I've stared at this ever since it was sent in like five days ago, and I still don't know where I stand on it. <laughs> like, because that. Ooh, that's Third tough. That's better. tough. I want to say yes, but oh, I, do too. I could also I, see that being really stupid. <laughs> yeah, I do want to. I do. I'm leaning yes. And I lean yes too, but pick. I can't tell if it's because I'm delirious or not. I, I, that, might, that might be it. If you made me pick this right, this moment right now, I would yeah. say yes. Third Talk or better. Me, Will. Let's go. Let's get it popping. Okay, let's throw out first place, right? We don't need to even worry about that. Right, Maryland takes the top with Maryland their, takes um, it. Right. Yep. Maryland or Rutgers. So that's two spots. Um, yeah, that's that, no. yep. Ohio State takes first place. Just mm-hmm. throw it out. Ohio State gets the spot in the top three. And if they don't yeah. finish in first or for whatever reason, it's going to be second place. Sure. So Ohio State gets their spot in the top three. After mm-hmm. that, I think it's fair to go Penn State, Mar- uh, Michigan, Indiana, and Michigan State kind of in the next group. Like those four, <sighs> the Big Ten East is getting good, man. Because um, you could even throw Rutgers in there. Maryland right. in there. They're, they're like, getting so, good, but they're also like getting coming down a little bit too. Like Penn State yeah. had a terrible year. Michigan That's had a thing. really bad year, and they lost a lot more in the transfer portal than they've gotten in actually. And if this is the last year for the Harbaugh era, the like if people are sick of it, like um, it's yeah. I, I I don't know. There's a lot of okay teams now in the Big Ten East. I think. I think, I think Penn State's going to bounce back. I, I do. They, they, yeah, the only way to go is up for them. I yeah, think they'll I, I, back. I do agree with that. They're good. They're, they still have probably the second best roster in in the Big Ten. They got. I mean, they lost probably. some guys, but like they they're bringing in guys and they have really nice young players all the time that are transitioning into bigger roles. I wouldn't expect anything. And no one's often not on that team this year either. So we'll see about. Helps. We'll see about quarterback for them. Um. Sure. I mean, they made it work with uh, Hackenberg. What was the guy's name? Hackenberg. They, they, they won some big games with him. So. Oh, back in the Quarterback's day? Quarterback's not yeah, an issue Hack- there. Yeah, back, back in the heyday. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Indiana, I know we love the story of it. And, like, yeah, they're good. But let's also not act like this is a more than a one-and-a-half-year thing. Could they sustain it and become a top two, three team in the East? Certainly. Could they slip back a little bit and kind of be in a rotating group amongst Maryland, Rutgers, Michigan State? Certainly. Could they fall further than that? They could. I don't think they're going to this season. This year's going to be tough, but like, you know, when Penix leaves Indiana, they're going to also lose some more guys. They lost some pros. Penn State lost some pros. Michigan lost a ton of pros. Michigan State's like the only team in the on this side. Them and Rutgers who didn't lose a draft pick. Yeah, Michigan true. State brought in gobs of experienced upperclassmen player portal guys, and it's not just portal projects. There have some of those, but they brought in four, five, six guys moving up a level, proven starters. Quiveris Crouch, whose coach got fired, right? Different transfers that you can look at and be like, all right, this is going to be someone who's going to be a good player pretty uh, quickly, pretty short order. So if the only certainty we have is Ohio State as a top three team and Michigan has as much uncertainty as probably any school in the East, like whose future is more uncertain than Michigan in the Big Ten East? 
Yeah, you know, tough Penn to say. State's, Probably no one. I mean, Penn State's good, not great. Indiana's new and they're solid, but are they like? Are they really going to repeat a top ten defense again? That's hard to do. They lost some guys. I think it's really like I, once you get past one, it's kind of up for grabs this year. Indiana, then it's up for grabs. Maybe Penn State. Maybe Indiana up for grabs. Like, there's a lot up for grabs behind Ohio State right now, and I would expect that to be similar next year. Ohio State, and then what? Michigan right. could have a new coach. Like, who knows what Michigan State's going to do in the portal? Can Indiana sustain after Penix goes pro? Like, there's a lot of questions. So, I don't know. I feel opt- as optimistic about Michigan State's future for excluding Ohio State than as, as optimistic about Michigan State's future as I do about any other team. And I think the, the East is awesome. Like, the East, nobody really is terrible in the East. Like, Maryland took some steps last year. Oh, Rutgers it'll be a bloodbath. Is, yeah, definitely. Rusters, Rutgers is competent. They are not a catastrophe anymore under Shiano, and they're recruiting well. Uh, so, the East is about to get, like, real nasty. So, I think... Oh, there, there are no weeks off in the East now, right? Yeah. It's, Ohio State's no, a wagon. Rutgers ain't cupcake you anymore. No, Ohio State's a wagon, but beyond that, anything kind of goes. So, I, I could see Michigan State finishing in the top three. One time over the next couple of seasons. Sure. Like, if I numbers, had to right? pick, yeah, if I had to pick, I'm like 51-49, they can do it. Yeah. That's kind of exciting, too, that like there's no metaphorical bye weeks against Maryland and Rutgers anymore. But at the same time, it kind of sucks that there's no more metaphorical bye weeks against Rutgers and Maryland these days. But, oh, well. Um, well, I lied about the basketball one. We'll just jump to the, the last one here. Uh, that's that's okay with you over there. Sure. Um, this this one is a personal attack, and I I, I take no pleasure in this one. Uh, this is from Real Upper Decker Jerk Guy on Twitter. Yeah, j- jerk, all right. Uh, he says fireball should be banned on campus. What's wrong with you, you animal? That's a, that's a fine, sophisticated beverage to have on a nice crisp or hot fall Saturday. Um, I no, that's a that's a, the, the wackest take we've gotten. Other bunch here, and I've heard people say that we're going to win a natty in basketball next year. So that's uh, so terrible of a take. I think that is upper decker jerk guy. You. All right, that's going to do it for us here on Lockdown Spartans. Thanks so much for I said what I said. To today's episode, we will be back tomorrow with uh, I don't know some listener questions or something, something, something figured out, (laughs) something. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Rate, review, subscribe. Today on the Locked On Today podcast, how worried should Lakers fans be about their road back to the finals? Get that story and more yeah, Locked On Today wherever you get your podcasts or on the Odyssey app. Matt, you got like, trivia or something? I got trivia for you, Will. What year did Herb Adderley become the first Michigan State alum inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame? I don't know. Uh, same year as Miracle on Ice. 80. Yeah, 1980, look at you, Will. You're a genius. All right, guys.